Greater has an Elm Street. Hello, and welcome to Every Town Has an Elm Street. Da na na na. Tonight, <laughs> I, your host, Brian Croner, am joined by, as usual, Steven Sanchez. Hey. And Scoot Allen. Final billing, what the fuck? Of the Great White North? Oh, you get extra. Loser. We're, we're representing all of North America. I'll be American, Scoot gets to be Canadian, and Sanchez is going to represent Mexico. Woo! Ole! Ole! Tonight... It's like an Olympic. It's so Olympic. We're, we are the epitome of Olympic athletes, the three of us. Three fat dudes with beards. That's all you see in the Olympics. We are basically <laughs> yeah, the representations much. of all three countries. The whole North America. <laughs> the whole of North America. So tonight, we would like to talk about It, Chapter 2. I absolutely loved the 2017 Andy Muschietti It. Um, maybe that stems from the fact that I love the book and I love the 1990 miniseries and Tim Curry as Pennywise is one of my favorite things ever. And uh, Bill Skarsgård did a real good job. And uh, now next year, we are going to be getting the sequel in which the Losers Club will be played by adults. And recently news broke that Jessica Chastain, who many people predicted might get the role of Beverly Marsh, is in fact in talks to play Beverly Marsh. Um, Nothing is signed yet. It's not official, but it looks like that's the way we're leaning. Um, It makes sense because she was in... uh Andy Muschietti's Mama, which is one of his first uh, horror films. She sure was. It was Jessica so Chastain and, and uh, Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer. Yeah, although he was kind of forgettable in it. He's the Kingslayer, bro. He's got one hand. Give him a break. He fucks his sister, brah. Brah. <laughs> hey, brah. These are not selling points. <laughs> hey, brah. Guy can fuck a good sister. <laughs> that much. <laughs> We're off the rails already. All right. (laughs) Totally off the rails. A while back on um, geekexchange.com, there was an article written back in November, shortly after the the first movie came out, uh, by one Adam Popovich, who you might remember was previously on the podcast with us, the New Mutants episode. We decided not to invite him back because he (laughs) talked over me all the time. We already talk enough over each other, so. You're out of control. So, but credit where we are going to steal his work for our own. (laughs) We are going to steal his work. So he wrote a short list. He wrote, you know, Dreamcast for it at chapter two. And surprisingly, normally, you know, I'm an editor. People turn in articles and I hate almost everything and disagree with (laughs) almost everybody. Just turns into a hack and slash machine. Cut, 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 cut. (laughs) Popovich did a, a damn fine job on his casting in which he did, in fact, have Jessica Chastain as Beverly Marsh. And again, this article was written uh, four months ago. Is that right? My math is off. About that. Prior to any news of her actual involvement, despite rumors. Right. And uh, as far as the rest of his cast, we really liked it, with one exception. Uh, There's a couple exceptions. I I think we're going to bring up a few. One major exception. None of us liked his pick for Richie. So we're going to go through, we'll end on Richie, because we all have different opinions on who should play Richie. But we'll go through his other picks real quick, and anyone who has a a disagreement or a different suggestion can jump in. And uh, 
we'll just we'll go right to the top and we'll go uh bill playing bill who's sort of the de facto leader of the losers club stuttering um, bill bill uh pavovich's pick was kyle chandler who you may know from super eight or if anybody watched friday night lights or he's in a really good, very underrated movie called The Kingdom. He's only in it for a couple minutes, but uh, Michael Bluth is in it. Uh, what's almost, it? Jason Bateman. He almost and, played Cable. Uh, <laughs> yep. He was I don't rumored, know about how almost, but he was. He was a rumored, but I mean, Kyle Chandler, Bloodline, too. He's on Bloodline on Netflix. Excellent yeah. actor. The guy's awesome. He is a little older than the other actors on the list, though. But he could definitely pass for, you know, mm-hmm. you know in his 40s. We can buy that See, early 40s. I like Kyle Chandler. I think he'd do the role good, but I do have an alternate because he is he is kind of old. I mean, he looks young, but he also, when he whoa, pours on, he can look pretty whoa. old, too. Ooh, look at Scoot on his fucking cloud of judgment over here. This say, guy I was going to say, here's my podcast old. eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Eat your, shit. <laughs> who is Captain Canada's suggestion. Some okay, and it's actor. just because I love this actor in almost everything he does. And don't say Jamie a... Foxx. Don't say Val oh, Kilmer. I, we, you know know? You, we know you love Val Kilmer, so just don't say okay, it. Okay, you're the Val Kilmer groupie, but no, I'm <laughs> Mark Duplass from The League or oh, like yeah. Creep, or oh, I think yeah. he'd be a good little I like film. Mark Duplass. Because no. I'm looking at it, this guy's a writer. You know, he works in movies. He's I'm going with the characterization. I think Mark Duplass would do it. And Kyle Chandler's old as fuck. I hate this pick almost as much as I hate Scoot. Would you say Kyle <laughs> Chandler is almost too good looking to play Bill? Whoa. Well, I don't I know, mean, bro. It's a way to go out of the running. Like, they didn't pick me because I'm too good looking. I still feel like a winner. <laughs> yeah, I'd feel good as, about it. I'd be like, oh, it's as, too pretty. As three people on a podcast who are all paid professionally to write, I would say <laughs> you should know writers are damn fine looking gentlemen. So that yeah. that points out the window, but uh, we don't at all sit behind a computer screen because of our looks. <laughs> it's, it's moot. It's a moot point. In all fairness, in all fairness, uh, Mark Duplass I liked a lot in Safety Not Guaranteed. Oh and, yeah, that was good. Um, and in Togetherness, uh, you know, outside of the league, all of his all of his roles outside of the league are very different from his role inside the league. Uh, I could see that. That's not a terrible pick. It wouldn't be mine. Uh, I'd go Ch- Kyle Chandler over Duplass, but I I don't mm-hmm. I don't actually hate it as much as I hate Scoot. That's um, fair. It'd be hard to. <laughs> did you have an alternate pick, or are you fine with Chandler? I'm I'm actually the... good with I like Duplass, but I, I'm good with Chandler. I would take Chandler. Me too. He'd so, certainly uh, be a good leader for their group. Like, there's yeah. no doubt about that. The guy leads football teams and police departments. Like, he's good. He leads the fuck out of some football teams. So, <laughs> um. Two to one, we overrule Scoot, so Scoot, you can go fuck yourself. Hey yo, hey yo. Let's move on to let's move on to Stanley Uris. This is one of uh, the most important characters in it, Chapter Two. He plays a uh, a small role when they're oh. kids in the miniseries. He God, plays a slightly can... larger role when they're children um, in the 2017 film. And in the at least as far as the adults go, he plays a very small role in the miniseries. We don't know exactly how much time he'll get in Chapter Two as an adult, um, but he'll probably, almost definitely, be the least screen time of any of the uh-huh. actors that we mentioned. Um, Popovich uh, picked uh, Tom Hiddleston, who 
in a side-by-side comparison with the kid they cast as Stanley in the 2017 movie, seems like a perfect pick as it's far as looks on. go. I gotta see, Hiddles- hang on, I gotta test and see scrolling down here if I can <laughs> keep it together. <laughs> I, I definitely cannot keep it together because Jesus Christ, dude. This is fucking ridiculous. I urge picture- everyone to look at this article to see this yeah. side-by-side picture. because it's The side-by-side, Popovich did a very good job picking the artwork for this for this article, the side by side is spot on. Um, Tom Hiddleston. The only argument against Tom Hiddleston's an excellent actor. The only possible argument against him here for this role is simply he's too big a name to waste on this small mm-hmm. of a part. Um, I'm totally but fine with this pick. That's what's kind of awesome about it. Sometimes you'll get those actors who want to do that quick cameo, and then just boom, they're done. Like and Daniel Drew Craig Barrymore can... scream. Yeah, exactly. Or, it's your. It's a very memorable role. Like yeah. she's on the cover of the freaking starring movie. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and you're gone just like Janet, that. Same with Janet Lee in Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know whoever Sanchez just said as he tries once again to pull the <laughs> conversation back to Star Wars. I said Daniel Craig in a fucking stormtrooper. <laughs> that doesn't even Star count. Wars. It doesn't count at all. Son of a bitch. All right, I think we're all good with Hiddleston, so we can probably move on from Stanley, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't care who plays Stanley either. So, so the, the Whoever next... looks good in a bathtub. <laughs> hey <laughs> The next pick on Popovich's list, and talk about inspired casting, if anyone's ever yep. seen Stand By Me. So, as Ben Hanscom, the, uh, the token fat kid in the Losers Club, he has cast Jerry O'Connell, who, if you remember, played the fat kid in Stand By Me, who grew up to be like an attractive, regular looking actor and was in like Piranha 3D and Sliders and, and Tomcats. Tomcats. Oh, yeah. Tomcats was. Awesome. <laughs> Can't forget Tomcats. Well, if you're going to mention Tomcats, I get to mention Veronica Mars the movie. All right. He was the sheriff in Veronica Mars the movie. God. But, Let me do another here... podcast eye roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need some buttons like radio DJs have. Just. Oh. <laughs> Can I get the? I want the air horn one. It's like. Fur, fur, fur. <laughs> so all right, uh, I actually I love the this like I say inspired casting. Jerry O'Connell is you know, I'm totally fine with that as Ben Hanscom. He hasn't had a big movie in a long time. This could really revive his career. It's an actor I've always liked. So I'm, I actually I'm rooting for this this casting. I, I hope it happens. I would be cool to see. A, it would depend on kind of his I guess chemistry with. Our Bev character, because that seems fairly important. He's, but, I mean, he's a charismatic guy, so... He's charismatic, he's handsome enough to be believable with Chastain, should she get um, cast. Also, if, if anybody's not seen it, uh, Jessica Chastain was just in a movie called Molly's Game. Awesome film, well worth your time. Totally off topic, not horror at all, but uh, very good movie. And if you're tuning in now, it's uh, time for the train of the evening. Take a shot. <laughs> Woo woo shots! You hear a train, take a shot. Yeah. You know, I would take Chris Pratt, but once again, too big of an actor to put in there. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't want it to be overloaded with like a bunch of big actors anyway. So yeah, you don't need. And all... I don't need Chris Pratt and everything either. He God, is no, he's he's, a... he's definitely not good in when they put him in everything. He's not good. Like Jurassic right. World, I don't care if it was like it could have been anybody. I didn't really care about him being in that, but. Uh, let's jump over to Eddie Kasprak, who, if you remember, is the, the weaker, more amnesiac. His mother is a hypochondriac type. Um, 
Did you just call them an amnesiac? Because he's not forgetful. No, I meant <laughs> asthmatic. He meant. Asthmatic. Asthmatic is what I was going for. Edit. You got to edit no. that out. <laughs> no, I like I keep in everybody else's mistakes, and then Lee, I take out my own, so you I sound much better than fucking everybody. Fucking dick. <laughs> uh, so he uh, Popovich, Mr. Popovich, picked Jake Gyllenhaal as Eddie Casper, mm-hmm. who uh, again probably that's probably pretty solid casting. If they dork him up a little bit. Um, well, uh, the picture he uses is from Nightcrawler, which is really, really good. Yep. And he plays kind of this neurotic, creep. almost... A creep? He creep? Yeah, he's a super creepy dude. Super but creepy. if he lessened the creep and went more nerd, I think that would be a good level of Eddie for us. Because I'm fully on board. Uh, I like the Hall casting. Plus, he'd work good with the rest of the actors assembled here. He's a good actor, once again. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I want to say, like, he's almost got too many big-name actors in here, and it's like, you know, you pass budget. But then you take into account that the 2017 is the highest-grossing horror film mm-hmm. of all time. And I have to think that Warner Brothers is going to be willing to uh, spend a little cash for the second part. So I don't know if they'll get this many A-list actors in it, but, um, you know, it's... We'll have to see. It's not out of the realm of possibility, considering how much money the last movie made. And how mm-hmm. much money the next one is going to make. Yeah, it, like it's pretty much guaranteed to make as much, if not more. <clears throat> yep. So, uh, is everybody good with Gyllenhaal? Does anybody have a separate pick for Eddie Kasprek? I mean, I hate the Eddie Kasprek of the 90s. Uh, I hate adult Eddie so much. Wow. So, wow. Look at all the I hate. Know. It's fucking Come out bold words. A cauldron of fury. Remember, we spoke about earlier podcasts. <laughs> powder keg. Polite on the outside. Of hate cauldron here. of fury. <laughs> uh, uh, so anything that's far removed from Eddie Kasprick of '90s works for me. Well, I love everyone in the original '90s one in every role, all of it, all the time. Do you but, like you Stanley know. Uris in the '90s? Hey, the fucking. Do you know who that is? That's the dad from uh, License to Drive. That was. Corey Haim's dad from License to Drive. So Ugh. you, uh, yeah, I, I don't have a thing for Ugh. the Corys like you do. I don't know if I've even don't seen. Don't you License fucking audibly roll your eyes at me, Sanchez? <laughs> God, fucking License to Drive. That guy said a How bunch of the Corys. The Corys always get brought up by one of us. Yeah. Well, maybe not Scoot, but uh, because they fucking are cinematic greats, bro. <laughs> Lost Boys, Friday. They, 13th, they were a big part, part of our four. childhood. The Burbs, yep. a lot of horror and horror adjacent connections with those two. Mm-hmm. Gremlins with that one. Maybe we no, can get Cor- Corey Feldman on the show. Oh my god! I think he only if it. he provides the music as well. I'll I might be, be on board. I'll be on board for that. I'm not gonna lie; I'd probably be hard for the whole. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Corey, I'd stand to shake your hand, but I can't. Clearly, <laughs> I I've can't. got a massive erection. I, the Burbs is just—I've watched the Burbs too many times. I love Feldman. He's my mm-hmm. boy. He's not really. I like boy. his I jacket in the Burbs. When I was like ten, I wished that he was my best friend. So. Oh, yeah. All right. My best friend. Before we get too much further into the Corys, let's move the fuck on. Popovich's pick for Mike Hanlon. Uh, He picked Jordan Peele, which I think is a great and another inspired casting here, especially when you consider the actor that was cast in the 2017 one. Peele is very believable as an adult version of that kid. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and given his recent you know comedy background but given his recent success with get out and making such a big splash in the horror genre uh i'd love to see him show up in this movie i don't think he will i think of the of the castings even though he's not so much as much of an a-list actor as some of the other people listed i actually think he's the least likely of popovich's to actually be cast but i still love it and i'd like to see him in there um but if somebody has a more realistic option or anything i can't i can't do it because all i i can think of i just think of key and peel skits and he makes me fucking i I laughed too hard just fucking and that's fair like i know everybody deserves their chance to do like a serious role and this could be the one like if he did if he was in this movie this could be the one that would do it but like and i I just can't see it because i just start laughing like i said that skit where he starts sweating when the the wife's asking him about like the porn and i just can't even stop laughing when i look at this i can't whenever i see his face i think the gremlins 2 sketch (laughs) it's him it's in the movie uh but um mike hanlon is in in the second half during the adult i mean mike hanlon is the anchor of the group and he's actually got a really important and more dramatic and serious role than some of the other he has to carry a lot more weight than a lot Mm -hmm. of the other characters so i can understand you if his if his age was right I would love to see Donald Glover, but it's he's he's, he's, too, too, young. he's too young. That's I can't do. Young. I, I can't see do that. Age. I can see that. Yeah. Um, see, after just watching Black Panther a couple times because that movie's so good, um, Sterling K. Brown. Oh, you know uh, what? I can pretty much watch him in anything. Sterling yeah. K. Brown is an excellent fucking actor. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I and would, I think he do like put some gray at his temples to show how dare he's aged him a bit. And, uh, yeah, Sterling K. Brown. You know, I was all for Jordan Peele, but, you know what, Sterling K. Brown might be a better pick. Um, I mean, we'll see in Predator, because he's, I I don't remember too many horror rules for Brown. No. But once we see Predator, maybe we'll get another taste of uh, what he can bring to the genre, which would hopefully be good for it. (laughs) Or you could just say, like, dude, like Mike Hanlon stayed in Derry, he's been through a lot of crazy shit, he's seen a lot of crazy shit. And you get Forrest Whitaker to play him. He <laughs> <laughs> fucked up eye. Crazy with his eye. He got Whitaker eye. He got Whitaker eye. He gained twice as many years, <laughs> and he gained a shitload of weight. Yeah. Um, damn, Mike. <laughs> damn, Mike. That librarian life is not treating you well. What about um, uh, David Oluwayu? I can't say his name. I, oh, I from uh, MLK. From Selma? From Selma and uh, Cloverfield. He was just in Cloverfield Paradox, yeah. too. He was. I really uh, he, I like him, but I mean... I, he's I, a good actor. I could see that. Or I could see... Um, and, God, I can't ever remember it. I can't pronounce his name. I'm not even going to try. But, Are you from Doctor Strange? Oka, um, yeah, yeah, Mordo. Oka, that's exactly. Chuetel the Jeffor. Uh, yeah, we can say it again, say Scoot? Chuetel the Jeffor? Ooh, sure yeah, you came... Yeah, you, I think you got that one. I wasn't yeah. going to say Doctor Strange. I was going to say Serenity, but yeah, same fucking guy. He's um, good. He, yeah. He's good in like everything. I Four love Brothers. In, <laughs> <laughs> Four Brothers, yeah. That took place in Detroit. Yeah. Um, well, even... Uh, what the fuck was that Mars movie? Uh, Mars movie. Come on. Red Planet, <laughs> Mission to Mars. Oh, The Martian. <laughs> the, the Martian, Martian. yes. Oh, you should have said The Good Mars movie. 
It's funny because yeah, like The Martian just was like nominated for all these awards a couple years ago, and when you said the Mars movie, Sanchez and I both thought, well, he's either talking Mission to Mars or Red Planet. Yeah, clearly no. Total Recall. You mean Total Recall? Garbage movies from twenty years ago. Well, I knew it wasn't Total Recall because I know that fucking movie word for word. But yeah, I wouldn't be struggling with the character name from Total Recall. Um, <laughs> yeah, he played Richter in Total Recall. <laughs> Richter. <laughs> See at the party, Richter. <laughs> Uh, well, let's let's go on to what I think is Popovich's actual best choice of casting, um, partially because of looks and partially because this guy's just a fucking phenomenal actor mm-hmm. who's uh, still underrated. Most people probably don't know his name, even despite that he the fact that he did a Star Wars movie a couple years ago. Shit, but that's Ben Ben Mendelsohn oh, as Henry is. Bowers, and Henry Bowers is a. Uh, that's a character that changed a little bit in the movie from the miniseries, and uh, he's a little darker, but Mendelssohn would be, I mean, that guy can play anything, but this is the type of role I think he's best in. Um, this kind of, like, white trash. Menacing. Yeah, like, yep. like um, psychopath kind of. If anybody's watched Bloodline, like, I watched season one of Bloodline because Kyle Chandler and Linda Cardellini were in it and Sissy Spacek, and I really liked them. And Linda Cardellini I've loved since Freaks and Geeks. And uh, by, like, the second or third episode, it's like it, it becomes Ben Mendelsohn's show. All mm-hmm. the other bigger-name actors become secondary, and Ben Mendelsohn steals literally every scene he's in. If you haven't watched it, um, it's on Netflix. Uh, seasons two and three are not as good, but, um, you don't even have to watch those. I, I highly recommend those season one of bloodline. It stands on its own. You don't have to watch the other seasons, which aren't bad. They're okay. But the first season's phenomenal. And I think as, as Henry Bowers, I don't know if there's, I can't think of a better fit. So kudos. No, I don't to- have any problem with this one. I will say though, um, our last podcast episode, we talked about kids. We want to punch. Or not necessarily kids, but horror characters we want to beat the shit out of. Yeah. And Henry Bowers would fall on that list because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, that little fucker. I would say, yeah, uh, especially the Henry Bowers from the old miniseries. That kid, like, I think I could kick that kid's ass. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a 34-year-old yeah. man, so I should be able to kick the shit out of, like, a 15-year-old kid. But um, Here's what's interesting, though. We don't really know what kind of a place Henry Bowers would even have in this it chapter two because as you said it is a bit different um, <laughs> he seemed to be dead him. he seemed to be dead as fuck he seems kind of super dead yeah. but we'll see we'll see if he is in there i'd love to see mendelson in the role because he's looks the part and just has been good and so many things well, i was gonna say yeah. you can find plenty of character actors who can play like a douchey looking white trash person like him but nobody with that acting caliber because he's just he's fucking awesome um so let's bring it back to uh let's do that yeah the last uh, character on our list who um not only us but most of our readers were against popovich's pick for richie tozier and he had adam goldberg who's not a bad pick um but no but we all fucking hated this pick yeah this he's character. not the richie tozier that we want to see in the movie and this comes so we have- this comes from popovich admitting that he fucking hated the character of richie tozier yeah. And not to say that we hate Adam Goldberg, but I think um, Adam Goldberg is more attuned to fit a character that you don't want to like. You don't want to like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah. I, Even the picture he put, he, it, it's, it's just the mopiest goddamn punchy in the face look I've ever seen from Adam Goldberg. 
Like, Popovich hates Richie Tozier. <laughs> Which is funny. I know film is subjective, but he's just fucking wrong anyways. Because Richie Tozier oh, yeah, Richie was, was the best fucking hilarious. character in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's why we're doing this. We want our own pick now for Richie. Yeah. And we each picked, uh, you know, one. Uh, one one character here to see um, who wants to go first on their Richie Tozier pick. Uh, well, I'll, I'll throw one out real quick. Um, I actually had two, and I don't know if anybody else had this one, but um, and again, maybe it's just because I love the miniseries so much. I wouldn't mind seeing Seth Green come back and take over the role again that he played. Mm-hmm. He played the child version of Richie in the nineteen ninety miniseries. Uh, he's not my number one pick, but if they brought him back, I wouldn't be upset about it. And I'd definitely take him over Adam Goldberg. I mean, it's an interesting callback, and a lot of people have been saying how great it'd be if Seth Green came back. I, I don't know if I'm on board just because... I like it, but I don't think they'll do it simply because I think they want to distance themselves from the yeah, TV exactly. issues. Give me something new. Yeah, I don't need that callback, really, because it'll take me out of it. Uh, it's like, oh, hey, I remember him from the 90s. When, oh, this kind of lost its dramatic effect on me. And that's fair. That's why I say he's not my number one pick. But if, when, who who do you guys got? I'll go last with my... Uh, well, the I would love to see him in this movie. And, uh, again, I'm not alone in hoping for uh, this car- or this actor. But Bill Hader, who is hilarious in most things he does. <laughs> I like that know. one. I like that one. I, I don't know horror wise. Like I've I, seen him in some great dramatic roles, but I love Bill Hader. Love he's yeah, one of Bill my Bill Hader's hilarious. I think he's you know arguably the most underrated SNL lum of all time. Um, as far as talent goes, he didn't get to do. I don't think he got to spread his wings as much as he could have when he was on Saturday Night Live. Um, but the guy's phenomenal. I don't. He's not my pick for Richie. But I wouldn't be mad if he got cast because I just I've never seen him in anything where I didn't like him. Yeah, and that's half of it is just, I'd like to see him try in this role. Like I just want to see him do well. <laughs> and I, I think the only reason that I don't pick him is just because um, Richie, while he's the funny, the class clown as kids, and when he grows up, that's his profession. His characterization as an adult in the story is less funny and more like, mm. all right, let's, you know, like, I'm fucking done with this shit. And not to say that Hater can't play that. He definitely could. Um, like, uh, I've seen him in dramatic roles like the Skeleton Quinn, Twins he was in with Kristen yep. Wegg. Um, but the uh, I guess he just wasn't who I thought of first. But I, I don't mm-hmm. hate that. I liked it better than Goldberg. So fuck you, Papa yep. Bitch. <laughs> uh, Sanchez, who did you have? Dude, I would take fucking Justin Long over fucking Goldberg. I hate both those assholes. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you, I like Justin Long. But, uh, <laughs> you, I know you hate him. Yeah, I hate him. But um, Come on, bro. He's in Die Hard 4. <laughs> that makes everything better. No, and I Zach, would, um, Zach and Mary make a porno. <laughs> I would take... A Brandon St. Randy. <laughs> and drag me to hell. The guy's got a good fucking resume. He, he's been in some and good fucking films. fucking Tusk, so shut up. Um... <laughs> So I would take Jason Lee because he's already been in a Stephen King movie. Ooh, but the more oh yeah, Dreamcatcher. Yeah, the more it stewed with me, I was thinking like, wouldn't he'd almost be playing like the same character from Dreamcatcher though? But I still, I would, I wouldn't mind if they cast him. I love Jason Lee, so um, yeah, SSDD man. Fit, so that's not terrible. I like Jason. That's another guy I like in everything. Mister, mm-hmm. 
If you don't remember who Jason Lee is, I, I know a lot of people know him from My Name is Earl, but to me, he yep. will always be Brody Bruce from Mallrats. Brody Bruce. Yep. Brody Bruce. Um, my pick, by the guy I'd like to see who I think would be great in it, because he can play that kind of, if anybody saw Bright, he can play that fucking like off-tone kind of asshole type, but has comedic chops too. That's Ike Barnholtz. From uh, oh, yeah. from Bright and from Neighbors, he was Seth Season Rogen. Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, and he's Seth Rogen's best friend in Neighbors, which is what I always think of. But he was on Mad TV way back in the day. Yep, he's uh, mainly known for his comedy, but uh, he he's a solid actor, and he can play that kind of like naysayer asshole type role pretty well. And see, uh, I like him, and he'd be good for the role, but I don't see him as like super successful comedy star that Richie becomes, you know, like he just doesn't have that face. I know he's clearly doing that as his career, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't see him as Richie in my, so uh, that's pretty harsh. Shoots down my suggestion because Ike Bernholtz isn't pretty enough. I get it. Nope. That's fine. No, I mean he's good. He just plays like such a douche and everything. He's, he's almost, he's always very douchey. Yeah. He's typecast way too douchey. Richie Tozier is a fucking douche, though. Richie's kind of a douche, yeah. I mean, not on the scale of douche that that guy is. I mean, like, ugh, like in Suicide Squad. I mean, that whole movie's covered in douche. But, I mean, like, he's just such a scumbag. I mean, did you see him in the league? For fuck's sake, the guy's such a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I see, I think that's the dif- the difference there, is Ike Barinholtz is the douche because he likes to be, yeah. and Richie Tozier is a douche because he's just got this chip on his shoulder from his life so i think there's a bit of a difference there yeah but he'd still i like to see ike and more things like that yeah i, I mean i'm not saying basis, that's ike gotta be I. the like i say i i liked uh, i liked your suggestion even sanchez like i would never think mm-hmm. of justin long but i'm sure Justin Long could pull off that role he's a good actor just needs about two more feet on him as much as as much as sanchez fucking hates him for no reason but It'd be fucking great for his career. He is crossing his fingers right now, hoping they cast him in it, Chapter 2. I think everybody wants to get into this movie, especially if Jessica Chastain signs on. Like, once you have, like, yeah, Oscar-caliber right. talent as the first cast member, then I, I think... That's why I say, I think it's not unrealistic to think you could get all A-list actors. It might be A-list, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cause well, just, everybody wants a piece of it. It's a, a tour the most successful <laughs> horror movie ever released. Right, and Jessica Chastain, she's the first cast member to sign on. She's been nominated for, what, two or three Oscars already? I mean, that's your are In a relatively short high. period of time, Jessica Chastain she has not been a is, household name for years. Like She is awesome. Ma- again, so I know good. I already said it, but Molly's Game, she was great in there. I love her. She's gorgeous, and she's a great actor. I'm all for. I think she's perfect for Beverly Marsh. I've seen other people say Amy Adams. I don't see Amy Adams yeah. as Beverly Marsh at all. No, o- outside no. of having red hair and being a good actress, I mean, she doesn't. There's nothing she's done in her career that makes me think Beverly Marsh. Whereas, like no. Jessica Chastain, like I totally see that. So yeah, it. We're all very, very excited. Andy Muschietti and his sister, who is a producer, whose name I can't remember right now. Barbara, maybe? It's Barbara Muschietti. Muschietti. I, th- I think it's Muschietti. It's, well, yes, her last name is Muschietti. But yes, the Muschietti siblings uh, will be coming with another It movie. We're very excited. There are rumors that after um, It, Muschietti might do... What was the other? Wasn't he going to pick up Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and then uh, they Mike need to Flan- do that. Yeah, even though Miko Hughes, you can't replace Miko Hughes as Gage. 
They may have to. They'll probably still get him. him. <laughs> he, um, he still looks the same. They'll just make him wear like shoes on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's also we've talked since we're on Stephen King. Uh, we've talked before about Mike Flanagan, who did uh, Gerald's Game, who we we're all really impressed with. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent director. He is. Maybe now... we should do a Flanagan retrospective, like we did with. Uh, we certainly what's could. Nuts? We did it with Adam Wingard. In episode there it is. Two. Yep. Um, but Mike Flanagan has signed on recently to direct Doctor Sleep, which is the oh, right. um, novel Shining. sequel to The Shining. It's about Danny Torrance as an adult, and we're totally on board with that. We love Stephen King around here. We love Mike Flanagan. So, uh, you know, even though it seems like sacrilege to to put out a sequel to The Shining um, 35 years later, it's, uh, you know, more than 35 years. Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, Probably not to Stephen King, though, because he hated that film. That's true. And I am happy Stephen King has, in recent years, been reacquiring the film rights to all of his stories. And that's why why you're seeing a lot of remakes now. And because a lot of... There were some good Stephen King movies, but there's also a lot of bad Stephen King movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Or, like, miniseries or... Oh, yeah. So we're excited. I know a lot of people are sick of the remakes, but um, a lot of movies deserve another chance, deserve maybe a better, higher budget take. um, Case in point, it. I mean, not that anybody dislikes the miniseries, but it's dated and the effects are not what we would like to see. Well, plus you're you're looking at a um, a 1990 made-for-TV movie on ABC Mm -hmm. versus an R-rated feature film. You're going to get a different outcome. Mm-hmm. So, um, very excited. It was my most anticipated movie of 2017, and it wound up being one of my favorite movies of 2017, so I wasn't disappointed. I know some people weren't thrilled with it, but overall, it, it scored pretty high, <laughs> and the box office, it, it crushed projections. <laughs> yeah, so, are those people, that money doesn't lie. Who are these fucking people who were not? I'm just kidding. It's fine. Hey, they're out there. Some that's, of our readers on Portal your... 13 are very vocally oh, against yeah. the it. Oh, that's their journey. That's good for them. That's (laughs) That's their journey. (laughs) So, um, but we love it. We love Stephen King, but most of all, we love our listeners. We love you guys, all four of you. (laughs) So, um, but we don't want to drone on for too long tonight, which we've already gone past expected. Here, we're pushing forty minutes here. So, um, let's wrap it up for the evening. Um, That's our. You know, our casting, we'll, we'll see as news comes. Hopefully Jessica Chastain signs on officially because I do think she's the best choice. Uh, the people who are saying Amy Adams should shut their mouth. And um, <laughs> I am not well, a huge Amy Adams fan. I don't get it. I don't. I like Amy Adams. Okay. Uh, I just don't see her as Bev. That's it. No. Um, so we'll see as the next uh, or the future castings. Drop. It should be soon. Projected. Uh, we just had yeah, a story Yeah, if Jessica recently. Chastain signs on, I would imagine like they'll knock out the next few names pretty quick. Well, especially as uh, we put I think Scoot just wrote an article a few days yep. ago. Um, shooting is expected to start for Chapter 2 this June. So we're only a few months out. And um, In Toronto, too. So if any Toronto listeners are looking for a possible extra role, keep your eyes out. And since it's an it episode, we'll end on an it quote. <clears throat> I'm every nightmare you ever had. Your worst dream come true. I'm everything you were ever afraid of. And on that note, we're going to end tonight's episode. Good night, everybody. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we can't wait for more Pennywise the Clown.
Have a lovely evening. Or morning or day or whatever. You'll float too. Say goodbye, Steve. Bye. <laughs> Creepy as fuck. All video sound bites are owned by their respective studios. Our theme music is written by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, used through Creative Commons license. Every town has an elm street.